perhaps the greatest gift we receive from any life experience, whether we label it good or bad, are the lessons and learning that show up. And it seems like the greater the life challenge, the more powerful those lessons and learning tend to be. With that in mind, this episode is about looking back on 2020. Sometimes looking through our rear view mirror, it paints a more accurate picture of our reality than gazing through our windshield. Here's a disclaimer. I'm in no way making light of 2020. I recognize for some, it was a year of great pain and loss. A year they wouldn't wish upon their worst enemy. It's important to be aware of and sensitive to that reality. Simultaneously, there are many important lessons us to yield. That's what we're focusing on today. Lessons from a pandemic. This is rich, and it's time to revive your work. common, and unique. The COVID pandemic is a rare global experience. We often watch the news and see isolated world catastrophes, right? There's, there's famine in this part of the world, earthquakes, flooding, war. Not this time. This is a literal global event. It can feel nice to claim We're all in this one together. We rarely want to feel isolated during a crisis. It's also important to recognize that this common event doesn't provide a common experience. Here's what I mean. During this global pandemic, we're all facing unique challenges. We've all faced unique challenges. Some have lost jobs. Others are working longer hours than ever before. Some feel isolated and lonely from working remotely. Others are tripping over family members as business and school now share the same space. So given these unique circumstances and perspectives, it's unrealistic to consider that everyone should respond the same. In fact, it makes more sense for people to be all over the place, which is exactly where we've been. This is a time when patience and understanding are priceless gifts. Perhaps the best way we can continue to support each other is to practice the words of Reverend John Watson. He said, be kind. Everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. This lesson is about having the sensitivity to recognize that we're all at different places and the empathy to care how others might be feeling. Lesson number two, unexpected blessing. For the past month, we've been starting client meetings with a common question. In 2020, what one word best describes your most unexpected blessing? So for me, 
that one word that best describes my unexpected blessing in 2020 is create. So at our global headquarters, that's where this podcast is generated. Some people might call it a home office. We prefer global headquarters. Anyway, over my shoulder on a wall is the word create in large creative letters. Now, just because you have a word on your wall doesn't mean it's so. And for the last several years, because of the pace of our business and client deliverables, workshops, coaching, etc., there's been little space and time to create. When we're not creating individually and as a team, we are not nearly as fulfilled. But in 2020, because business dropped off considerably and there, weren't, there wasn't nearly as much client deliverables, we had space and time to create. And what a gift and what a blessing that was. We've also heard meaningful and moving responses from our clients. Here's a few from just last week. One response was son, as in S-O-N. Their one word was son. That means the birth of. And this particular client was recalling the joy of his son in a year of challenges. Another client, client's one word was change, as in he has a new role now and their organization was creating new products to do things that they never thought they were able to do before. Another's one word was schedule. He said that rather than having more time, it was really a new schedule. In other words, he wasn't commuting. And so he was able to reallocate time to things and people that are more important and weren't getting the attention before. Another client used the word innovate. He and his wife lead a marriage-based ministry. And prior to, to COVID, there was a belief that it couldn't be done virtually. It wouldn't have the same impact. And they know now that it can be done and it will deliver the impact they desire. And another client, his one word was health. For him, 2020 meant focusing on his own health and well-being, not just absence of disease, not just be protecting himself from a virus, but exercising more and eating more healthy, which benefits him, his family, and his organization. Other responses have been about families eating meals together or playing games together. People are reconnecting with old hobbies, they're cooking from home, they're reading more. This reminds us that the same soil which cultivates challenges and pain and even anguish also produces meaning and joy and fulfillment. We can think about the results of a, a forest fire. You know, what looks like devastation, and it is, is also a space for new and healthy growth. And this lesson is about having the awareness to, to see what's good and then choose to be grateful for those things. Lesson number three, a return to fundamentals. In times of crisis, we tend to fall back upon fundamentals. A health crisis 
often reconnects us with regular exercise, sound nutrition, and, and stress management. Right? A relationship crisis returns us to thoughtful listening and seeking to understand. An economic crisis causes us to live within our means and, and reduce debt and create a budget. This crisis has reminded us of a fundamental skill that is our bedrock, and that is communication in person or virtually. When you think about uh, that word, virtual, it's interesting because we've been communicating virtually for thousands of years through letters and the telephone. I guess in our modern use of that word, we're referring to the use of video. So whatever our method of choice, when all the distractions are stripped away and what really matters is that we can communicate and do it well. That means being with someone who's important to us, asking good questions, listening intently, and learning more about what's in their mind and on their hearts, becoming more connected. Sarah often reminds me that for her, what's most important is that we are close. And by close, she means connected and current in each other's lives. She often says, I need your words. Communication is foundational to our marriage, our business, and our friendship. This lesson is about gaining the tools and skills to communicate more effectively. So we started this podcast by saying, Perhaps the greatest gift we receive from any life experience, whether we label it good or bad, are the lessons and learning that show up. We need to add something to that. The greatest gift we give back to the world is application. It's not enough to know. We must learn and grow. We do that through applying knowledge and transforming it into skills, and habits that serve us and others well. Let's take these lessons, embrace them, and use them to make us and our world better. If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. Or text REVIVE, that's R-E-V-I-V-E, Two thirty-three seven seven seven, And while you're there, consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next time as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred line between our personal and professional lives.